you know, we're out there installing trucks and, and some of the drivers are coming through and we're walking them through platform science. And, you know, they're just asking us, every one of them, are, hey, how, how are you doing in the in the pandemic here with the shutdown? What's this going to do to you guys? If, what are you going to eat? Uh, you, you need me to call my wife and have her make you guys something to eat? Aww, that's a team. <laughs> you know, and, and, and the drivers are checking on us, making sure that, that we're doing okay and, and offering to to take care of us and, and even offering the services of their homes to make sure that, that we're taken care of. And, and so, yes, uh, it's, it's not hard to, to think back on, on things that the teams have done everywhere during these installs and, and in just general life day to day with the pandemic. Welcome to First Fleet 10-4. My name is Elizabeth Wyndham, and I'm joined here by Rebecca Wilson. Awesome. And we are here to have a great talk with you guys today, and we're going to get to hear some really cool stories from some of our managers. Yeah, we're excited. We have Ray Wright and his region on today, Aaron Pennington, John Wasonen, and uh, Craig Doyle calling in. So we're excited to have them on the call. That's right. And these guys are not just regional managers. They're operational that's right. They're in the weeds every day. If anyone knows what's going on in their areas, these guys do. So we are very excited to get to hear some cool stories from them and hear about, find out more about Ray's region and what's happening over there. So very excited. So on the wellness front, I, I got to listen ah, to the podcast yes. a few minutes ago, and that was good. The Wellness oh, Wednesday. That was fun. Yeah, we had a good time. It was nice to have Mark's son on there, and we I had know. a blast. I know. <laughs> that was good. Yep. The next generation. That's right. We're training them up early. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, do not forget, go ahead and sign up for your Virgin Pulse account so that you can get your wellness premiums for the year. Right. I've already saved myself $780. Get so. those steps in. I've, I've already reached mine as well, and... Uh, during lunch, I went out and got a few steps in. Same we here. have got some competition going on out there. Oh, it's fierce. It's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's Rob Getz is is really on it. He is uh, he's really stepping. <laughs> he I know I he must like have like a one of those special desks that has That's the right. <laughs> has the we'll figure that out. Yeah. What is it called? The it's kind of like a treadmill That's integrated. It's a yeah. treadmill desk. He's got to have one of those because his steps are incredible. Well, he's also he in Arizona. It. So the good weather. So I noticed last week, our steps in this region, everybody, we had ice storms, snow, and you had My to work hard. My steps went up. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> yeah. Well, I walked everywhere. That's right. Yeah. I couldn't drive my car. My poor little, <laughs> my poor little car couldn't make it, so I had to walk. So. Well, I would say just be on the lookout. Alicia and the wellness team will be sending out those wellness events across the country. So I would say in the next four to six weeks, you'll be hearing more about those. So Excellent. Yes, those are going to be exciting. But yes, don't forget, uh, sign up now for Virgin Pulse. Um, also, we are going to take in some uh, trucking recipes on the road. So that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah we're going to do a, an episode coming up. And so I guess in the show notes, if you have a special recipe, wellness tip, just send us a message in. I'll go straight to Eliz. Absolutely. In the mobile app, the same place you listen to these podcasts or where you went to subscribe to these podcasts, there is an ask button. So if you will um, hit the ask button in the upper right-hand corner of our First Fleet mobile app in the podcast section, there's a phone number. You can either call or text into that number. It will come straight to me, and you can give leave a voicemail message or whatever to give me those really cool recipes. Or if you want to be a, a person who wants to come onto the show, we want to hear from you. We want wellness recipes and tips and tricks for life in a truck and keeping healthy. 
So we want to know. All right. All right. Well, let's get started. So, uh, Ray, are you there? I am here. Yes. All right. Hey, welcome. And thank you for uh, working with us on this podcast. It's It's been interesting. And it, it really, the more people in the field that we get on the call, I think it just increases our listenership. So we're excited to have you on. Excited to be on. I'm going to be working on those recipes, too. Good, so. good. <laughs> 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 well, I uh, was doing a little bit of research, and I knew that you had been here a long time, but on March 4th, it sounds like you're going to have a 20-year anniversary. Wow. It is, 20 years. It's, uh, it's, amazing, uh, it's amazing how much our company has grown in that 20 years. Uh, you know, it's, um, when I came aboard, uh, Mr. Jim Scarry uh, gave me a road test. Wow. And, uh, I said, we were filling out paper applications then. <laughs> so, oh, paper, pages after pages of faxes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But but yeah, it's been a uh, it's been a great twenty years. Uh, I've got to work with some outstanding people over the last twenty years, and uh, continue to meet more outstanding people. This uh, this company always uh, surprises me on the the amount of talent that we can uh, you know we attract in, and a lot of it is out there in our driver base. You're exactly uh, right. When I came on board, I started out as a driver, run some unload accounts for uh, Flower Bakery, and uh, moved into a supervisor and, and uh, manager, and was actually a zone manager before we had a title for a zone manager. That's but, right. Uh, <laughs> you were doing the all, job. <laughs> one good thing about this company, those titles have never been something that has been been pushed, uh, you know, out there. I think uh, everybody everybody steps up and does what's needed, so it. That really is irrelevant for the most part. So, well, I'm but, certainly proud of, like you said, it is, it's really good to see our company grow within and uh, take advantage of the talent that's here. And we see that all across the country. So, that's something that we're proud of. Um, tell me a little bit about your family so we know more about you. Uh, I have two children. I have a daughter that is 21. Uh, she's married, doing well. I have a son that's 15, fixing to be 16. and uh, That's busy. Uh, of course, Dad's heart's jumping because now he's going to be driving again. That's right. So, <laughs> I'll say that. I've had to go through that again because I went through it with her. That's right. But been married going on nine years. Awesome. Uh, to, uh, to my second wife that has uh, been uh, very supportive uh, and very uh, uh, helpful with, uh, with the job, which that's what it takes when you're in uh, the trucking industry is to have uh, – a good support at home. That well, always is a absolutely. We almost say that that person and your family is a part of our work family because uh, it takes everybody to keep it going, especially as you're on the road as many uh, days of the year as you are. So we value those family relationships as well as first at First Fleet. Yes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. But you know, uh, other than that, uh, I do a little fishing and uh, do some. Work on cars and buy and sell older cars. Uh, that's uh, that's hobby. pretty much my, my hobby. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yeah. Right. If you can um, find we, some time, I know you're gone a lot. So having those <laughs> hobbies, <laughs> you probably have some honeydew lists when you get home as well. Well, it, it does. So that that tells you that my hobbies are long, 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 <laughs> over year type uh, uh, projects for sure. So that's right. But they come around. It just takes time. You know, uh, we're talking about um, the people and relationships at First Fleet, and uh, Mike Radford is is a person that I know is so important to you and to me as well. Uh, Mike Radford was in the region that you worked for when you were hired, 
And uh, you want to tell us a little bit about a uh, special relationship there and uh, his memory is something that we're, we're really fond of here at First Fleet. Yeah, very, very much so. Uh, the, the man uh, sees people for, you know, he's seen people for who they were, gave them a opportunity when, you know, a lot of people wouldn't give those opportunities. He's seen that, uh, he's seen that initiative in people. He's seen the, uh, uh, the I guess, the spark, maybe. What I call it, but, absolutely. Um, and he could see that that person, what they would bring to the team. He he did, and you know he was he was always good about being able to listen. And a lot of times when you were talking to him, I know when when he first brought me in as uh, as a manager, you know, I would call him with an issue. He never would give me the answer. He always <laughs> get, I was always giving him the answer. I already knew. He just he just wanted me to tell. You. That's <laughs> right. He wanted to be your idea. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. And you know, and you know, he's it, he was always always available for you. And uh, you know, he always had some little cliche sayings all the time. Um, <laughs> he did. <laughs> what's it? What's one that you comes to well, mind? <laughs> when I was manager, uh, I always knew if I got that call from him, and the call always started out. Hey, big boy, what you doing? You knew then. <laughs> you knew then that you were in trouble, and you were going to have you're going to have to cover some loads and do some things that you normally wouldn't. Do. That's right. <laughs> but uh, you know, he just had a he just had a way with uh, with doing that, and uh, you know, it's um, it's a, he was just a guy that you wanted to do good for, and you know, that's uh, that doesn't come around very often. It's uh, you know to have someone that is a is a mentor and is able to guide you in your career without really guiding you in your career, uh, you know, that's a, that's a payment that you can never repay. So, well, no, I, and I tell you, Ray, in uh, what I see in you and in my dealings with the, you and your operation and all of, all of your team, you certainly are making him proud. I know for all, I can see the leadership skills that you brought with you that you learned from him and as you're taking it out. I know your team looks to you in that same role and uh, I know you should be proud of that for sure. Well, well thank you very much. I know uh, you know Mike would definitely uh, he, he would definitely be proud of this team and the, uh, the locations that we have uh, now and the team that uh, that we're building. These guys go above and beyond every day, not just the management or the supporting staff, but our, our drivers do. And, and that's the big thing there is that we're here to support our drivers. They're the ones out there in the field. They're the ones delivering the bread. They're the ones that are delivering the cardboard boxes uh, and the groceries that we haul. So, uh, you know, I guess that guidance from him kind of set me on that path to make sure that we, we take care of our people and we do the right thing. That's right. For those of you that are listening in, Mike Radford uh, had been with First Fleet, I believe, over 20 years. Is that right, Ray? It was it was twenty one years. Okay, yes. twenty one years. He passed away last year. It's almost been a year now, and he is someone that we all have fond memories of, and are, are proud to say that we uh, worked side by side with him. He always made everyone feel special, and just had, like you said, had a way with words. So we wanted to respect him and honor him today. Yeah, and, and one thing I want to add in there too that uh, you know he was a veteran. Um, you know, he served in Vietnam. He also served in the uh, Persian Gulf War. Um, you know, and he was a uh, commander sergeant uh, major. So uh, he had a lot of a uh, lot of that background coming from the military. And uh, you know, still to this day, 
you know, I think our military, when we do safety safety meetings, uh, even though we've not done any in a year, but we're hopefully we can get back on them with the uh, with COVID kind of coming on the backside now. Uh, but I always try to make sure we thank our veterans, and we we have a lot of veterans that work for our company, and very very proud to have those veterans working for us. Absolutely right. Well, let's move on. We've got the zone managers on the call right now. So, Ray, I'm going to uh, let you pass along and let you introduce, uh, start with the central region. I'll let you go ahead and introduce your first zone manager. Yeah. Uh, yeah we've, we've got, uh, I've got three zone managers. Actually, we'll start out with uh, with Craig. He, uh, he's been with us uh, about 18 years. Um, you know, he's done a, uh, done a great job for the company. I know he was um, on the road team at one time. We'll, we can let him kind of explain a little bit more of that. But he handles our, our central region, which is uh, basically uh, Georgia up through Tennessee, up into uh, the Toledo market. Craig, you want to you tell us a little bit about yourself there, sir? Uh, yes, sir. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, 17 and a half, 18 odd years now. I started in uh, November of 2003, uh, working out of the Morristown, Tennessee location. I uh, had a terminal manager there uh, named Ray Wright at the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, driver unload account, handling bread, uh, dispatching out late at night, uh, unloading in warehouses and uh, breaking down product and, and handling that for the flowers customer. You know, I, I can still remember... Uh, my first night with the company uh, out there cranking down the landing gear, looking up at that logo on the side of the trailer, you know, and, and it's 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 honestly just like yesterday. My son was uh, six years old at the time. Uh, my wife, uh, Jada Doyle, we've been married for uh, 22 years now. But, you know, I can remember back then that was that was a big step, you know, because I'd, I'd left what I thought was a fairly good job for what I was hoping to be another good job. And, and I like to think it turned out pretty great. Uh, but you know, my son, like I say, was six years old back then and he's 23 years old and, and married an engineer in the army has a home of his own. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just amazing how quickly the time has gone. I guess on one hand, uh, you know, it is a job, uh, it, it has been some fun, but it has been a whole lot of hard work, and a whole lot of dedication. But uh, honestly, I, I can't think of another company that I would have rather put in that hard work and dedication for. Just with the, the folks that work here, Mr. Wilson's vision, uh, Mr. Radford's leadership, Mr. Wright's leadership, uh, the co-workers we have here, it's it's. Uh, it really is second to none, and and it has made the time fly by, even even in the the face of all the hard work and the the weather conditions and the long nights, uh, the the things that the industry asks of us as both drivers and and as I've been lucky enough to, you know, guide other drivers and work into a driver trainer position after a few years in the Morristown location. Um, you know, spent uh, over eight years as a driver trainer before I, I moved into the dispatch supervisor position in uh, in Morristown. There, you know, it's 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 always interesting to forget you're at work sometimes, um, just because of who you're working with and who you're working for. It's it's very satisfying to know that your efforts and your time is is going into a an organization that appreciates it that's going to i think flourish 
and utilize that dedication that you've put into it to grow. And 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 I think First Fleet has done a fantastic job with that in the in the time I've been here. Definitely agree there. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think I uh, offered that supervisor position to you about three times before you actually took it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, sir. You you actually did. Um, you know, as as I think as as most. Uh, most management positions uh, dictate is, is I just couldn't afford to take it. <laughs> uh, I, I had to keep driving. I had to keep slinging bread. I, I had bills to pay and, and, and kids to raise. And, and unfortunately, um, I couldn't afford the position uh, the first few times around. I had to stay out there and, and, and make those big dollars. And, and you know, it, it, I think I think uh, every day, just, just how lucky it was that it, it did come back around to me that I did. Uh, had that opportunity and was given that opportunity um, that it didn't pass me by uh, that, you know, the timing just, it had to be right. It, it happened at the right time for the right reasons. Yeah, I think that's the the way it is with, uh, with everything, Craig. I mean, you know, even, even our drivers that are out uh, a lot of times it's just due to timing. I mean, if they're five minutes earlier, five minutes later it could mean a, a bad situation or, or, a, or a good situation. Uh, but um, uh, you know, when they're out there you know, running those roads, having people in the support role like yourself uh, and your your management team, it, it goes a long it goes a long way too. And uh, you know, as I travel myself through these locations, you know, we know you're doing a good job, and it, it definitely it definitely helps uh, our fleet and our drivers to know that you're there to help them out. We appreciate it. Thank you very much, and and I, I couldn't agree more. It it, it really is. You know, the, the right time, right place, um, I guess a little cliche or, or saying rings true quite often. Uh, and, and I think everybody would agree, too, though, that, uh, you know, when, when folks are putting their best selves forward in a company, the right time, right place is sooner or later going to let that individual shine. And and obviously with a company like First Fleet that's capable of, of seeing that that spark like Mr. Radford has, uh, and and letting it flourish and giving it that opportunity to grow is is um, I, I think it's uh, as a company uh, first lead is is very fertile soil for that that type of mentality to grow and, and once more I just I couldn't be happy enough to to invest my time and energy and years into an organization such as that never feels like work when you love the people you work with. Yeah, that that's definitely it too. And, and Craig, I know that um, uh, you know during the during the pandemic when it first started, you know our volumes picked up, um, and I know that our drivers really stepped up. Uh, you got anything out of any of your locations that really stood out, or a situation that uh, you know our drivers went above and beyond to make things happen for you know for the American public or or that location. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it kind of goes back to the platform science installs. I, I think everybody's, you know, got got pretty fresh memories of all the, the different locations and things of that nature. But uh, you know, this, uh, it was I was at the Bardstown location when the pandemic really kind of first hit. Uh, we were in day two of the install up there in, in March, I believe, it was the seventeenth. Uh, when we had, I think, 10 or 12 support role individuals up there, Justin Roberts was on site, uh, Millie Wright, uh, 
huge swath of the regional maintenance team was there, uh, all the installers, safety was, and, you know, we're there and, and we're all working over, out on the road and, you know, we're eating out of restaurants in the whole nine yards. And then basically the, uh, the state of Kentucky just shuts everything down on us. And, uh, you know, we're all kind of standing around going, well, gosh, we got a job to do, but, uh, <laughs> what are we going to eat? <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we started kind of looking at options and, and maybe seeing if we could go to the grocery store and get some hot dogs and a barbecue grill, whatever. But, um, it wasn't two or three hours after the announcement was made. Uh, you know, we're out there installing trucks and, and some of the drivers are coming through and, and they're climbing into their trucks the first time and we're walking them through platform science and they're going, and, you know, they're just asking us, every one of them, are, hey, how, how are you doing in the in the pandemic here with the shutdown? What's this going to do to you guys? What are you going to eat? Uh, you, you need me to call my wife and have her make you guys something to eat? Aww, we can oh, that's food you guys. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, and the drivers are checking on us, making sure that, that we're doing okay and, and offering to to take care of us and, and even offering the services of their homes to make sure that that we're taken care of and and so yes uh, it's it's not hard to to think back on on things that the teams have done uh throughout the country and and not just in Bardstown but uh, you know everywhere during these installs and and in just general life uh day to day with the pandemic uh you know the the differences that each customer brings and the different challenges that we see with this customer because of COVID versus this customer because of COVID and how each location manager has, you know, taken those challenges on themselves and, and talked to their drivers and their support roles and figured out ways to make that work well for their particular location. And then even share that within their areas and talk to other managers and and, and have that uh, knowledge and solutions that work well kind of cross over between customers. Sure. Um, you know, and I, I think that just kind of goes to the, the overall community family mentality uh, of the company. Uh, you know, I, I, for example, oversee uh, multiple flowers locations, multiple Georgia Pacific uh, international paper and West Rock locations, you know, spread anywhere from Alabama all the way to uh, Pennsylvania, and uh, you know they they all have different needs. Uh, some of the some of them are day cab accounts with driver unload. Some of them are day cab with drop and hook. Some of them are over over the road accounts. But uh, you know it's it's interesting when you walk into a first fleet office. It's it's no matter where you're at in the country. Uh, it, it just feels like I'm home. It doesn't feel like I'm at a different location. It doesn't feel like I'm in a different state. It just feels like I'm at home with, with our, with our team. And I think that's the, the biggest part. And that, that's actually what, you know, drew me to this company too, Craig, is that you know, you're, you're looking for that home as a driver and to be able to be able to find that it doesn't come very often. And, uh, you know, even beforehand, before I came to First Fleet as as a driver, it was you know every couple of years I was changing jobs just because I wasn't happy or I was looking for that other thing. And then when I came here, here we are twenty years later, just like yourself. Uh, so it's it definitely definitely goes a uh, a long long way on that side of it for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. 
Um, you know, I, I think another thing too that uh, interests me the most uh, about the company is is it goes back to once more. I'm just gonna I'm gonna echo myself and and talk about that uh, that that spark that Mr. Radford and the company uh, likes to grow is is you know throughout the locations I manage. Uh, you know, we see that. Uh, you know, we talk briefly on it, and and just as an example, we have uh, four managers uh, throughout my locations that are CDO holders. Uh, two of them started out as drivers with the company and, and have worked their way up through the ranks. Uh, we have four supervisors that are also CDL holders that every one of uh, have started out as drivers uh, with, you know, truthfully, I kind of like to think almost no intention of getting into management, but you know, showed that ability and that that responsibility, and 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 they were given that that opportunity to grow into that position, and and they've done very very well. It just goes to show, you know, how many CDL holders we have in management positions, and also non CDL holders that also bring so much to the table because they have a different point of view. And I think that's a huge, huge strength of the company is 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 not uncommon to be sitting in a room with CDL holders and college educated individuals working shoulder to shoulder, bringing both of their educations in the field and and in the in the classroom. It's really that ability to, I think, uh, meld those two walks of life seamlessly. Is, is one of our strengths, huge strengths as a company. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we talked about platform science there a little bit. I know we uh, we started out platform science. I, I think uh, Knoxville, Tennessee was, I don't want to say the first location. I believe we did a, uh, um, a small startup in Middle Tennessee, but uh, I believe Knoxville was the, the first large uh, multifaceted location i believe rebecca could probably yeah we definitely cut that. our teeth in knoxville <laughs> yeah, <we did. laughs> yes yes ma'am you and, and several others we all sort of in, invaded miss millie's office that week. <laughs> she was ready and, for us to get on the road <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes she was but uh but what a trooper boy oh boy we we sure put it on the knoxville location um and they stepped yeah, up to they, the challenge no doubt i mean they were our first location uh january of 2020 and, and they helped so much they helped us so much and learned so much about uh the different aspects of the platform science tablet that we use throughout the year as we made changes so knoxville was instrumental in that yeah i, I definitely agree and it was a um uh, it was good to get uh, you know get it off the ground there to be able to start moving throughout the region and uh, I know that uh, on on our side as far as an operational piece we we brought a lot of a lot of people in to to work at other locations so they could take that information back to their their locations as we did other startups and it was a uh, it was a huge piece that kind of just transpired through the whole region and a lot of people involved and a lot of thank you to, you know, not only the, uh, the drivers, but, uh, you know, all the people on the Office safety, staff, safety yes. body, uh, really stepped up to get that done throughout the, not only my region, but the, the company. So it was a, it was a great, uh, great piece for sure. Yeah. And what about in your other zones? What about, um, 
because I know Central Zone, that's really where we got started. But um, what about the Southeast and Northeastern uh, zones? Uh, well, we're going we're, we're to go ahead and uh, introduce Mr. Aaron Pennington. Aaron's over the Southeastern region, which is, uh, is going to incorporate uh, a lot of the, the East Coast locations, uh, a lot of North Carolina, South Carolina locations, uh, and even into Virginia uh, side of it. And Aaron's been with us uh, 15 years. Uh, he also uh, started out as a, uh, a driver for our for our company, moved in to a supervisor, and uh, actually worked uh, worked under Tom Davis as manager there in Jamestown. But uh, with that, Aaron, you want to give us a little uh, little bio on you, how you kind of got started, and uh, uh, you know the direction that led you to where you're at now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, great to be on today, and I appreciate the opportunity to come out and represent my zone and and uh be able to talk to everyone today and but uh yeah back in november 2006 uh my path to first fleet uh i, I got on board uh tom davis hired me uh, i was a swing driver uh hauling bread and slinging bread and then i was i got the opportunity to become a supervisor on the memorial week of all weeks <laughs> of the year <laughs> and it was quite the experience, but I learned a lot. I didn't look at it as anything negative. I was, you know, this is just more I got to learn. I got to dig deep and uh, learn how to be a leader for this uh, this team of drivers. And uh, I learned a lot that week, and, and it just uh, kind of lit a fire, I guess, so to speak. And then uh, we we changed a lot of processes and, and looked a lot of different avenues and we came up with a really good system there in Jamestown. And then eventually in 2012, we were, or I was promoted to the fleet manager for Jamestown. And that, uh, that transpired mainly because one of my mentors, and I've had several mentors, including Mike Rafford and Tom Davis, but my mentor at Tom, Tom, he had, he had unfortunately passed away as well. Tom was a great mentor for me. And I know many others, um, uh, but uh, after he passed away, I assumed that role. Mike came down. He uh, interviewed and uh, got with the customer, and everyone agreed, and we went ahead and moved forward. From there, we grew Jamestown. We, we started uh, growing the fireman pool of drivers. It was kind of the birth of, of that in Jamestown and, and what's still going on today. And tell us a little bit about firemen for people that are listening in and may not understand what the fireman does. It's a very important role at First Fleet. Absolutely. Uh, you know, firemen are multi-use. They uh, they go around different locations, and we we get familiar with all accounts in First Fleet, not just one. They're, they're not dedicated to one customer. They're dedicated to the whole company. So they, uh, they go out, whether it be Kroger or corrugated or beer or flatbed or, or even a, a, a entertainment tour, uh, they've got to be well-versed, well-rounded, and very professional, and great group of, of drivers that we've had over the years, and, and it's still still going strong today. I agree with you. That fireman driver, I know when I go to a location, and maybe it's a new startup or maybe a location where we need drivers and we can't hire drivers, that fireman is there, and they really step into a real a positive role for First Fleet and they help the new drivers. They help maybe the manager that doesn't know exactly what's going on or the first fleet protocol. And they just feel a really important 
I guess you'd say, niche at First Fleet that I'm proud of. And I, I know when I meet those drivers out there on the road, I can say that they are just our elite group for sure. I definitely agree, Rebecca. And I know you got to work with them one-on-one back in 2014. We began the uh, the tour segments, and, and which was a a uh, very trying time, but overall, over over time, those drivers uh, made the difference. To, they did, they did, and and then, but uh, you know, we grew that account and and uh, that group, and and uh, our our bread account began to evolve from less uh, less pack out to more drop and hook and more driving, and, and so to speak, and so we saw a lot of changes over the years, but couldn't have done it without the mentors that I had that, uh, you know, include to, to include Ray and, and, you know, and the others. So I try to take a little bit from everyone and put it all together and to try to make sure that we have opportunities for everybody that, that know that they're supported. Uh, all locations, uh, should be supporting all of our drivers. Um, and that's always the tone that we're trying to set. But, uh, you know, just a little bit about me. I'm just a, you know, I was a, a truck driver, still am, still hold CDL, and I still have drivers today, even as, as early as yesterday. You know, again, so don't forget where you come from, Aaron. You know, know your roots. You know, stay grounded all the time, and you know that's having those real conversations with those drivers. I, it keeps me uh, relating to them, and that's what ultimately helps me make decisions based around our driver force and knowing that, uh, you know, that there's a sense of loyalty uh, from me to them. I think that helps keep the bond closer, so to speak. But, you know, uh, we're, we're a very strong region, I feel like. And, and you know, when we're talking about like the COVID response and, and so forth, it's hard to pull one story out that, uh, it's all of them. It's like just whenever you got an ice storm or snowstorm, they don't really run from the issues. They band together, they get stronger and find a way to uh, persevere. Highly committed, highly professional uh, group of drivers. I'm proud of each, every one of them. But sure. uh, we're just like a typical family, though, overall. Uh, you know, I've got three kids. They're all ball players. But uh, aside from that, I'm an avid uh, RC remote control car uh, and plane enthusiast. Uh, for some reason, I, I never did let that part of me go as a, a, from childhood. So we build and we race and we and we fly. So um, and aside from that, if I'm not at a hobby park or somewhere like that, or if I'm not at work, I'm at a ball field volunteering for little league. So. So I know you, uh, I know you mentioned uh, a little bit about the tour. Uh, you kind of want to elaborate a little bit more on that with you know what our drivers deal with when they were out there on the tour. You know how things worked uh, when they were uh, when they were pulling for that. I know we we had a tour a while back, then we had the stadium tour that kind of got canceled short. But um, you know, kind of elaborate a little bit more on uh, you know what those guys. Uh, go with out there and how we uh you know how we work with them to to help them do anything that they may need while they're out there in the field man the tour that's uh a lot of memories and where to even start with that that you know you know i mentioned back in 14 it was september 2014 i got a call from mike uh that said said hey 
you need to get your drivers together. We got to have a meeting, and and it's going to happen in X amount of weeks. So it was like, all right, so game on. You know, we're going for it. So, you know, we learned a lot. We went to Tennessee, and I went to Bridgestone Arena, and that's the first time that I had any dealings with any any sort of entertainment work, and it was it was challenging for sure. It, it had a certain level of excitement, and uh, I know a lot of the drivers were happy to do it. And uh, it had some good times about it, but we also had some uh, opportunities and, and challenges to work through. But uh, once we got you know, the right people in place, and and Chris Lewis comes to mind, he he pulled he helped pull it together and, and lead the team out there, you know. But while these guys were out on what what's I guess most remarkable is how they came together when they're waiting. You know, when you're dealing with that tour, it uh, they do a lot of sitting, they do a lot of waiting. And and so what they, what did they do to pass the time? They did a lot of cookouts. They did a lot of cornhole. They did a lot of just, you know, brotherhood, so to speak. Uh, they turned into a, a real family out there. You know, they, they relied on each other for support. And uh, that was probably the most challenging part. The easiest part was actually getting from A to B. Uh, we ran a tour all those years, never late. And these guys did a fantastic job. And we would go out there and, and uh, take them out to dinner uh, occasionally and, you know, and hear the stories of how they persevered and, and going from stadium to stadium or venue to venue and, you know, the tour every now and then would disperse tickets and there was a lot of different things that could be done and, you know, a lot of, a lot of time for the families to be able to go and opportunities to those shows. And, and it was a good time for everybody. And, and, uh, but again, it was what's what most, I remember most about it was how they came together and, and, uh, and became that family out there on the road. They, they definitely have to, uh, to count on each other when they're, uh, when they're gone, sometimes extended periods of time like that, and oh yeah, and, and my hats off to those guys. Uh, you know, that's that's not an easy job. I mean, and you, you summed it up too, is that they have to find something to do outside of going from point A to point B, and it, it's not like you can you know go to your backyard at that point. You have to you have to find something that you can do with your basically your teammates at that point. And, uh, you know, I don't know if I'd want to play any of them in cornhole. They'd probably just beat me. But- <laughs> <laughs> I imagine they got pretty good at it. Yeah, absolutely. Was, another thing, too, I want to hit on, you know, we were, Elizabeth was talking about the uh, the Virgin Pulse. I know you yourself has kind of went through a, uh, a weight loss that you took on, uh, a diet. And um, I know that we've got some some managers that have, kind of stepped up in, in doing that too. Um, you want to kind of go over a little bit of that too, kind of what what got you going on your diet to be able to to be where you're at today and then kind of the influence that, um, you know, you starting your diet with that and how things uh, went with, uh, with, with uh, Mr. Jesus there for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, actually, my motivation came from a driver out of Jamestown named Bill Johnson. I saw how, I guess, how he articulated, and he was very, he had a conviction for being healthy. Bill had struggled with some stuff, and after that, it became a, just a, I don't know, this light uh, in the group about 
talking about health and eating better, uh, living better, and, and, and how it changes uh, your outlook on life. That's where my motivation came from. I mean, he was just, just constant talking about it. And I felt like, you know, I want to be, I want to be a little bit more like Bill, you know? So I took his advice. I began in May of 2019 uh, during the Anderson startups when I started really looking at it and started eating better, started counting some calories, no, no real, no real plan, just, I'm going to try to lose weight and live better. And, and uh, so over the course of the time, uh, I lost around 70 pounds. Blood pressure went back to where it was in high school. And he was right. You know, uh, not only do you feel better physically, you feel better mentally. So just from that, then I started being encouraging to others. And, and there's several stories that branch from that alone. But the most uh memorable one for me would have been Jesus. Uh, he really, he calls me coach still today. Uh, just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it, it still, still today, he still gives me updates, but he's, 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 he's lost a, a lot of weight. Um, I won't give the, the exact number, but it's over a hundred pounds so far. And he's, he's living much better. And also, you see how this transforms not only physically, but also mentally. And then from him, it, it branches out to his family, who's also jumped on and has lost a remarkable amount of weight between all of them. Him and I added it up one day. And it's, a, it's just a, all the weight that's been lost between all of us as a group. It's just, I mean, we've, we've lost enough weight to, to add up to five, six individuals. So it, it's just... And all that branched from one individual. So it, one person can make a difference. And I, I really believe that. And it, it's just taking time and listening and, and uh, being encouraging to others. And those that want to, to hear, it, we're always open to talk about it. And uh, it, we actually enjoy it. We, we, we enjoy uh, passing along that information to those who, who, who have interest in it. I definitely agree. I know we, we definitely keep a... Uh open door policy at all of our all of our locations and, I, and it's, that's for first fleet wide i appreciate your your time there and we're going to open up to our to our third zone manager mr john Wazen. he's been uh, with the company for eight years he uh he hails from the great white north he started with us uh in uh auburn uh, as a manager there yeah, thank you ray uh you're right i did start in auburn um i had been with a company for 25 years and survived two of their buyouts and on the third one I didn't I got laid off so I was looking for a job I started an advertisement for First Fleet uh, I made a I made an app put in an application or some resume I should say and uh, that was on a on a Thursday and on Sunday I got a phone call from this guy with a southern accent <laughs> uh, by the name of Mike Radford that wanted to do an interview on Monday and so we interviewed on Monday and I started on Wednesday. And this was a you know, kind of a typical first fleet startup at that time. We didn't have an office. Wednesday morning, five trucks showed up. We had five firemen show up. And Wednesday night, we dispatched the first five loads out of the back of Mike's rental car. Welcome so. to first fleet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the uh, as we got going, we got an office, but we had no furniture. So I actually interviewed the admin. 
sitting on two wooden benches <laughs> in an empty office. <laughs> Why she came to work and looking at a for us looking at an office that had nothing in it. She had a lot of confidence. So. That's right. <laughs> but we've definitely come way since then, so that's good. <laughs> so, like you say, I've been here eight years. A um, little background. Uh, I just celebrated a wedding anniversary to my, my wife, Dee Dee. 44 years uh, last week. I've got uh, two children, two boys, 40 and 37. I've got seven grandchildren. Uh, the oldest is 19, and she's in the Army studying to be a combat medic. Uh, I've got an, another one, 14, 11, 9, 7, 3, and we just had a newborn last month who's now uh, five, about five weeks old. So, Grandkids? Uh, grandkids are, a, uh, are definitely a pleasure. So. They are. Yeah. I, I tell my, I, I've always told my kids that if I'd known grandkids were this much fun, I would have had them first. That's right. <laughs> Goodness. Well, I know that, uh, you know, we, ha- we've done, uh, the, uh, platform science install, uh, in your area too. You were a little farther along in the pandemic, uh, than, uh, some of the other locations were, and we're going to write that up to, because it was due to weather. Told <laughs> 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 the farther go up north now but um but i know those startups or those um uh, platform science installs went well on your end you got anything that you want to kind of let us know about and things that happened in your area there on the uh, platform science and maybe a little a little update on your areas and kind of what you over oversee on your side um yeah uh, on the platform science uh, like you said earlier we had uh, the managers come into the other locations so you know, we started in Syracuse, and we had uh, the manager from Brattleboro come to Syracuse for that for that install, so they could get an idea on it. And so they had an idea. Uh, drivers were were great; they took right onto it. Um, I think the uh, you couldn't have asked for a better better startup, uh, better transition from Qualcomm to Platform Science than we had with the drivers. They did a they did a tremendous job learning. Um, they were eager to learn, but from an installation standpoint. Uh, all the managers and office staff and and maintenance and uh, safety did a great job getting stuff done. Um, every location that I went to, the managers were there helping getting the, uh, the making sure we had the trucks, letting us know where they'd be. But the I think the the biggest success when it came to platform science was when we did uh, the Richmond area because we've got uh, the Richmond Vox plant, we've got the Petersburg IP plant. We've got the mill in West Point, which actually runs out of the, uh, they have yard trucks there too. And we've got the office in Richmond, plus we've got yard trucks in Hopewell. So we were looking at, we're in the vicinity of about 80 trucks. And when we put that schedule together, we planned two weeks to get those 80 trucks done. And uh, Matt and his team down there did a tremendous job scheduling drivers because a lot of that is a regional, a regional fleet. And they would schedule the trucks in. They'd let us know, hey, this guy will be here in an hour. So we'd be set up right, ready to go to put that in. And we did those 80 trucks in about eight days. Yeah, definitely. You know, John, I know you've, uh, you've, you've helped out. You've actually uh, helped out in other parts of, of the region uh, doing startups. Uh, I have to say you're you're my uh, startup guru on that side of it. I know that um, uh, we were we were tasked with uh, with a startup there in Cinnamonson. Uh, customer Flowers gave us uh, basically two weeks to get started, and uh, you, we were you were able to pull that off. And 
I still to this day, I kind of wonder how we even done that, but uh, glad glad we did. And uh, that just shows the hard work and dedication that you that you put into it that that flows to your drivers too. You want to kind of give us a little update on that since Cinemason during the pandemic was delivering a lot of that bread into very very hot areas there for uh, for our customer and for for us. Yeah, all the all the uh, loads out of. So, or say the bulk of the jo- loads that come out of the out of the Cinnamonson location go into northern New Jersey and and New York, and we service four warehouses in New York City out on Long Island. Um, and being with all the uh, publicity coming out of that area of the hotspot of New York City being one of the major areas of the pandemic, we were running loads in and out of there every night. The guys here did a great job. And I say here because I'm I'm in Cinnamon Sun today, but they did a great job getting in and out of the city. We provided them with cleaning materials, and everybody came in, did their job. Bread was up, uh, deliveries were up because uh, the restaurants were shut down, and everybody was going to the grocery store. And and one of the other things in the process of doing the bread deliveries that we didn't realize when as we were doing it, but um, we went to one of the warehouses to deliver, and in that warehouse was stacks of bread that was uh, designated for the USS Comfort when it was in New York City. So some of the product that we hauled ended up uh, helping out on the uh, hospital ship. Oh, that's, that's, that's got to be exciting from uh, from our driver's standpoint to be able to to know that they were a part of that, too. And that's, uh, you know, that's something with some of the goods that we we deliver. You never know where some of that stuff is going and what what impact that that's going to have on on people in the country's lives. So it's uh, it's definitely a huge a huge piece for not only your area but your your drivers too. That's uh, that's definitely a uh, a huge huge piece on that side. And we we thank them very much for that hard work that they uh, they put in for that. Any uh, any other stories or anything that uh, that you can think of during that time or out, even outside of that time? Well, I mean, one thing uh, we talked about is the promotion from within, and that's that was one of the things that uh, really impressed me is a lot of companies, when they have an opening, they'll advertise outside and look within and look for the best person. A lot of times it's within. Um, give you a personal story. Uh, it was August, beginning of August in 2014 when Mike Radford gave me a call one day and he said, I'm coming up at the end of the month to discuss an opportunity with you. And something happened. We got sidetracked, talked about the other things he hung up. And I thought, he didn't tell me what the opportunity was. Well, a couple of days later, he calls me up and says, you probably wondered what I was talking about. I said, yeah, it crossed my mind once or twice. <laughs> so, but uh, that's, that's when he offered me the, 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 what is now the zone manager position for, for this area. So, but Mike, Mike was a great guy. He was very instrumental. And, and like you said, uh, you call him with a problem. He would he would ask questions and get you to where you needed to be. But one of the things that I found interesting about First Fleet, right from the start when I came here, everybody's on a first name basis. It's not titles. And the other thing that nobody else in any in my career, and I've been around for a few years, everybody at any other company I've worked for, when you're in management, it's you know, I'm the boss. Um, here it's not. Here you're here to support. And I think that's what makes firstly stand out among from everybody else that everybody looks at it that they're supporting the people around them. That's a huge, huge thing for me. I totally agree. And you've got 
as many people we have working for us and you you give them your best, they will give you their best if, if you're supporting them. And, you know, it, it's not always going to make everyone happy every time. Uh, you know, we, we wish we could. We hope we can. But um, uh, in the long run, we're, we're there for them. We're going to help them and, and give them uh, any, anything that we can to, to help them along their way with their needs. I would say, uh, Ray, you know, as I think about your region and I think about us as, as the big company that we are across the country, it is so, uh, it just feels so good to go into Auburn, Maine or go into, you know, your location in Jamestown, North Carolina, and you you get the same feel. And each of the drivers has that same personal relationship with their manager, with their zone manager, with their regional manager, that that's what I think makes First Fleet such a special place, even though we have grown to the large company that we are today, that small town feel is what people are after. They want to be a name on a first name basis, like John said, and and that's what it's all about. I think that is what First Fleet's done so well, and your team there in each region has continued to make people feel a part of something bigger, but your special one-on-one right here in this town, and, and that's something that... It's hard to come by. You know, our, our guys and gals, they always step up to the plate to get things done. And that's whether it's in the, the northern region, the central region, or the east, you know, the southeastern region. Those drivers are that way across the board. And with without those drivers doing what they do every day, we wouldn't have a job here. And I, I just want to thank each of them for what they do and, and how they help us successfully go through each day. I could agree more. I, this has been a great podcast. I, I think it's it. been so interesting to just to hear uh, up close and personal how each region interacts and the, the customers you serve and some of those stories that uh, we've built over the years. So I really appreciate you all calling in today. I, I can't thank you enough. This has been wonderful. Thank you all. Again, I really appreciate it. It certainly takes all of these people. Uh, we appreciate Ray, John, Craig, and Aaron calling in and uh, keeping us um, on the front lines, keeping us going. Thank you, everyone. And if you have a comment, as always, tap the like button and let us know um, if you have any comments or would like to appear on the podcast. Uh, we thank you so much for your time, and we hope you have a great day. Drive safe. Drive safe.